Everyone, my name is John Russos, and this is the 59th installment of the Monday Morning Commute, all brought to you by the Here's My Thing podcast. I've been going to thrift shops ever since I got my driver's license, my friends and I, leaving our bubble in North County, driving 10 to 15 miles away, then basically spending an hour or two walking up and down Garnet Avenue in Pacific Beach. Where I now navigate Portland in a Honda CRV, back then my mom's Accord was the vehicle of choice, which actually is a lot longer and boxier than you'd think. At least in comparison to the CRV, the Accord is a land yacht. It was something like a 1960 Lincoln Continental. Biggest issue here was that I drove it like you would a Ford Focus, in depth perception, turn radius, all absent from my vocabulary. I did $1,100 in damage in that Accord by driving it over a curb. It, to be fair, it was dark out, and that is my only excuse. There's no room for it. The turn itself, a very sharp 90 degrees, in the streets of Del Mar, as narrow as they are pretentious, I was at a stop sign, and I just turned my wheel, hit the gas, not registering that the Accord is really only 10 inches off the ground. Then like gritty sandpaper to the tan skin of that affordable sedan, I left a piece of that car in that neighborhood. This experience, not making navigating PB any easier, it's a one-lane road, the parking spot's coming out diagonal, God forbid a Prius parks on the other side of an F-150, maybe playing chain smokers too loud, hyped in the new bubbler they picked up from one of the 50 smoke shops in the area, and they pull it a little fast, and bam, next thing you know, you're in a fender bender exchanging insurance information. With my wardrobe consisting of pickups from Tilly's and Paxson, these bi-monthly trips, not as much fun as imperative. The $12 investment in a t-shirt with a rip at the collarbone, the only thing separating me from the monotony that was beige shorts and Volcom shirts at my high school. The main spot was Buffalo Exchange, an entity that I'm sure is a household name by now. I mean, if you haven't been there to buy some sort of bell-bottom jean, you've definitely been there to try and sell 50% of your closet, only to have them take one shirt from a baseball camp you went to nine years ago and offer you $350 for it. These trips to the Buffalo Exchange have been timely reminders of my changes in style over the years. In high school, I'd commit myself to anything San Diego Charger throwback related, but not limiting myself to a vintage jersey from another professional sports team. I have always wondered, though, I've really, I mean, these shirts from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, of course, aging well over time, but I wondered, like, who gives these up? I feel like it has to be a decision based entirely off emotion. I picture a hardcore San Diego Chargers fan. Jake Plummer probably throwing a check down pass to Clinton Porters, who then takes the ball 70 yards to the house, the exclamation mark on not only another defeat to the Denver Broncos, but also another 4-12 season. This person, I'm thinking south end zone, looking down at the three empty pints of Budweiser hanging out next to his Nike Air Monarchs, the right shoe soon to become untied, but he didn't care. Being a season ticket holder, he was all too familiar with the make of Qualcomm Stadium. If he tripped over one shoelace, he'd know where to grab, and if he didn't brace his fall, the three beers during the game plus the seven before would surely numb it. He wasn't worried about humiliation either, because what's more humiliating and then rooting for a 53-man team led by Marty Schottenheimer.
The only thing he had to lose was his mid-90s graphic tee, the focal point being a helmet with a lightning bolt, and then a ribbon below reading, Chargers football. It wasn't until he got back to his room in Poway, California, the plaid blanket on his twin bed, the only thing keeping him from sulking on the floor, picking his head up and looking himself in the mirror, dehydrated, depleted, demoralized. He thinks to himself, what a stupid shirt. And then acting off emotion, he exchanges his con tea. And for $2.25 or three seventy-five in store credit, he takes the two twenty-five, dollars thinking he was the winner and walking away with his prize money. But little did he know that 17 years later, he just gave some random adolescent the chance at being the most stylish kid in school. College saw me migrate to the Pacific Northwest. Buying into the saying, you're a product of your environment, my pickups at local thrift stores, touching anything from windbreakers to flannels to denim jackets. And where the previous owner of that Charger shirt may have given it up due to lost faith at a franchise, the users of these types of clothes, I'd imagine, giving them up to make room for other stuff in their closet. I think the black denim jacket that I have now, I think it came from a bass player in a local metal band. The jacket sings shows as small as dive bars and as big as opening up for Avenged Sevenfold at the Roseland. And having more than just cigarette ashes and spilt Johnny Walker embedded in the fabric, but also the scent of an ex-girlfriend. A nasty breakup seeing her retreat back home to Boise, Idaho, starting a new life, where for him, it's a quick trip to the local thrift spot. Getting rid of it in exchange for store credit, then buying a new, very much used, blue denim jacket instead. Now out of college and into the quote-unquote real world, this interesting transitional period has me navigating the racks at these thrift shops different. The unfun are much more restricted. It's a screening process. My left hand on top of the rack and my middle and index fingers on the hooks of the hangers, my arm extended, providing me with enough space to analyze the shirts below, keeping my chin tucked, I sort. My fingers running on the tops of the hooks as if on a treadmill. I dismiss anything orange-yellow, lime-green, or light blue. I've been very keen on black, dark gray, dark blue, and white shirts lately. Once I come around to one that meets the criteria, the treadmill gets put on pause. My fingers get off and drop down to the hanger, where I bring my arm up 90 degrees parallel with my shoulder, and I torque the other shirts out of the way, then re-angling myself to get a better look. Retired band shirts, vintage trailblazer tees, anything hip-hop related have all been enough to turn the treadmill off, taking that piece of apparel from the line, then allowing for meticulous examination. Keep in mind, I've got a pint of cold brew in my right hand, so all of this is done with my left hand, my offhand. Any shirts selected find a temporary home in between my ribcage and my inner bicep, only then to the register, and from there, my wardrobe. My time spent in the thrift shops is not nearly as long as it used to be, and I'm not sure if I'm getting older or if I'm building up an immunity to my current dosage of Zyrtec, but after 15 to 20 minutes of sorting through musty, recycled clothing, the congestion comes. And with the congestion, the runny nose, and with the runny nose, the sniffling, not a spot that anyone wants to be in. Where time wasn't a factor in PB, time is of the essence now. And with that, my fingers getting faster on the treadmill and my left delt more defined. It's all a part of the game.
Everyone, I'm looking at the clock, and it is about that time. My name is John Russos. This was the 59th installment of the Monday Morning Commute, all brought to you by the Here's My Thing podcast. Thank you for rock with me. Until next time.